0: Talk, talk to me, WSRadio.com.
1: Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Hello and welcome as always. Thank you for joining us. Delighted to be spending our Saturday with you. Got a great show, lots of CES stuff later on the show. And uh, happy to have you here. And if you were listening to us, however you're doing that, please tell your friends. You can find us in many different places like wsradio.com. Just listen live there or go to iTunes, iHeartRadio, and a million other streaming services you can find us on. And in addition, if you were a Twitterer, Twitterer, Marsha, how do they follow us and listen to us on Twitter?
0: Nobody's a Twitterer.
1: <laughs> Nobody's a Twitterer
0: nope nope by the way studio could you turn down the microphone my mic uh for mark because it's deafening me <laughs> i love you mark but well
1: excuse <laughs> me
0: mark seriously
1: <laughs> well turn your volume down on your uh computer then that, i'm done done i did it yeah. okay uh anyway so, anyway, yeah, so how do if they listen on Twitter?
0: we're on twitter on hashtag tech radio and uh jim katzman's out there Hey, Jim. Good to see him. Tweep crews out there listening to the show. And, of course, tell your friends. Oh, Valencia, how you doing?
1: Hey, Valencia, welcome. Oh, Oh, so, yeah, it's bad. Yeah.
0: So anyway, um, we actually edit the show and put it on the networks on Monday so if you're listening, you're getting the raw version of Radio.
1: <laughs> No coughing on the actual uh, download. Yeah,
0: th- that'll totally be edited out. <laughs> yeah,
1: there you go. Exactly. The Thanks joys of Wade. listening to us live. Thanks thank to
0: Wade you. Taylor at the WS Radio Network. Appreciate it, yeah, Wade. <laughs>
1: exactly. Exactly. So how was your week? Another week of boredom?
0: Oh, geez. The weeks go by so fast. It's insane. And plus... All of a sudden, it's summer in Los Angeles. It hit yeah. like 90 degrees yesterday. Kurt went outside to get a little bit of a tan. I just, I just, yeah,
1: I just I just
0: walked outside and it was like a blast furnace because we have these 50 mile per hour wind gusts at 90 degrees with 10 degrees, 10 uh, percent of humidity. It really Really a pleasure in
1: the middle yeah, of winter. Yeah, it's a joy. It's really a joy. <laughs> uh, it has been crazy. I mean, a week and a half ago it was you know 40 degrees in LA, and now it's right. 80. So uh, wild, crazy swings in the weather here. But oh well, that's California.
0: So uh, I think I think it's next week that it'll be back down. Hopefully, we won't get any big fires. The fires that we did get because this, uh, for you those of you who don't know, when you have low humidity. High winds and heat. Not all the fires. all the plants. Just it's so easy for them to catch fire. So luckily yeah. we haven't had a ton of uh, ton of them.
1: Yeah, no, fortunately not. So uh how much you, I, I know that you you uh, you wear a fitness watch, I think, correct? Yeah.
0: Well Okay, honestly, so which one do you have? I gave up I gave up on a watch. My history with fitness
1: <laughs> is yeah, I
0: had this I had the Samsung watch whatever that is that was my first right then i had three generations of huawei fitness bands yeah then i had the beautiful huawei classic watch in rose gold and for some reason that got an update and it borked a couple of things and i wasn't real happy so i went back to the huawei fitness band Four because and and kurt got a the new apple watch I don't want all that stuff going on on my wrist. I am really not interested in using a walkie-talkie or anything right. like that. All I want is heart rate, uh, time temperature, um, yes. message notifications. That's it. I you know, And steps. I, I'm kind of done. I just, it's good. And it's handy to have the uh, pulse oxygen. Who knows why. Right. But Yeah, I, I don't know don't, why. There's nothing else I need or want. And... This is lightweight. So I I did go back. I backstepped to the Huawei Fitness Band 4 because it does just what I want.
1: It's interesting. I I mean, I have to say that I wear my Apple Watch. I wear it every day. I use it predominantly, as you say, for working out, for exercise. Uh, I can answer my uh, phone on my watch without my phone nearby. So that's kind of a nice little plus. But for the most part, the other 72 tiny apps that I have on the phone, I never use.
0: Yeah, you know, I, there's a I million just,
1: things on the Apple
0: Watch. You know, I think, you know, technology invents, and I think uh, they push it too far. I think Apple would all actually benefit by having a fitness band, which kind of leads us into our, our first story, which we're yeah. going to talk about. Um, a fitness band is just a great thing. Now, I have a beautiful gold watch that when I go out, I wear on my right wrist, and I still wear my fitness band on my left wrist. Because right. they're two different things. One's a piece of jewelry. One is a fitness band. And, and they become very acceptable in society. And they're beneficial.
1: And as I always say about gold, what, Marcia, do you always say?
0: Gold is best.
1: Gold is best. Correct. <laughs> I don't
0: know. Platinum is pretty damn good,
1: too. <laughs> oh, you're okay with platinum? Okay. <laughs> I'm good all with right. platinum.
0: But gold Boy, that's is a, best.
1: That's a change. Okay. Gold is best. Right. Okay. So anyway, so I offered $2 billion to buy Fitbit. And sadly, Google outbid me at $2.1 billion.
0: Well, you know, so, the interesting thing about this transaction, um, both companies, Google and Fitbit, said that they will be device agnostic, which will mean you can use it on an Apple device, you can use it on a Google device, and to keep user data private.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah right.
0: <laughs> but, yeah. um Apple is public in the fact that they have deals with insurance companies. I know many Medicare people can get an Apple watch for the basic Apple watch for free as right. long as their data goes to big, big brother in the sky mm-hmm. uh, who relegates their medical care. Oh, you didn't walk enough today. Well, are, are they going to cut off your uh, insurance if you don't walk enough Yeah, It's it's just too big brother-ish for me. And although I love Fitbit, I'm still a little nervous about it. But Google, from what I see, is not making any deals with uh, <laughs> medical technology companies. Uh, have you seen right. anything about that?
1: No, I haven't seen anybody new. That, that was a big deal last year where, as you say, a lot of the uh, insurance companies were giving you Fitbits and such. But I haven't seen anything new and, and nothing uh, new with Apple. Yeah, I Apple mean, either.
0: even United Health. I got emails from hey, we'll give you an Apple Watch. Hey, no, right. thank you. None of your business yeah. what I do in my spare time.
1: <laughs> right, exactly. You know,
0: um, or I'll just, you know, what is it? You tie it to a dog, <laughs> but I don't have a dog. Well, there so. are those <laughs> for them.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to trick your watch into thinking you're working out. There you go.
0: But but the thing is, you know, the pulse rate would all be wrong and, and Right. But um it, I don't want somebody watching me twenty four seven. And that's what the insurance companies are doing. And trust me, for those of you who don't know, that data will be used, whether it's against you or before you. Um, We know that when you take the DNA tests, you know, the very popular uh, 123andMe, whatever they're called.
1: uh, Yeah, 23andMe, yeah.
0: Yeah, the law that protects you when you do those overlooks one thing. And that's long-term care insurance. The information right. that is gotten from those DNA tests can be used by an insurance company. Now, they don't say how they get it, or so right. obviously they do. And that you can get a higher rate or totally be denied long-term care insurance. Not other insurance. They make it really clear and they say, this won't affect your insurance. But they don't say what kind. No. Right. So just know that when you're smacking one of these devices on your wrist, you may be sharing it with someone that'll come to bite you in the future.
1: Yeah, it's really interesting. And not not that we're doing this story today, but WhatsApp has been in, in, in through a horrendous amount of bad publicity because they decided we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. They decided to uh, that they were going to share all their private, your private information with Facebook, who owns them. And they were and you had to agree to do it, or you couldn't use the app. Well, it was supposed to happen February 1st. It's now been postponed till mid-May because they got so much feed. You know, so much. Well, the update on closing. the
0: update on that story is they were always sharing it with Facebook. Right. And this right. is why I uninstalled it months ago. I think I yeah. used it for a month, and I said, No, no, no there's something smells here. <laughs> I, I know. Yeah. Exactly. And I got rid of it. And um, honestly, if I want to talk to somebody, I'm going to use texts. Not that that's yeah. super private. I'm sure that that gets shared somewhere, but I'm not giving Facebook the gift of my data.
1: Yeah, you just have to be sure that when you when you use a text or something like that, that it that it's end to end encrypted, which basically means that no one but you and the person well, our Apple to you. watches,
0: yes. uh, are Apple watches texts encrypted SMS.
1: Well, yeah. They, well, they use, remember, yeah, it's well. under iMessage.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah well.
1: iMessage is encrypted, not SMS text, but because exactly. you can do an SMS.
0: everybody yeah. sends SMS. I mean, pff, you make it over so many characters, and all of a sudden it turns into SMS, so uh, yeah,
1: I don't that's know. funny. I haven't run across that. Yeah, but it's, I mean, it's interesting. It's just something to bear in mind. Yeah, so, you got to um, pay
0: attention to what you're doing, and again... Don't sign up for apps until you really know what the deal is. Do a deep dive Google search before you add anything to your devices.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, so Bitcoin has been in the news lately. The price rise—it's gone crazy. It went from like eighteen thousand up to forty thousand in a period of like I don't know a month, maybe. It just I know has gone it's crazy.
0: crazy. Now, do you own you know, Bitcoin?
1: No, I do not.
0: I, I do not, not. own bin- Bitcoin either. I kind of. Wish maybe I had bought a couple at the time. Yeah, a little bit. But it, huh? was, it was never really cheap enough.
1: And yeah, it could 18, never... well, yeah, yeah, it was $18,000. Well, yeah, it was originally about, well, it was in the hundreds, obviously, years ago. But
0: And you see, I know reasonable. me, and I know, because you have to have that lock and the crypto, blah, blah. And I know that I would lose the device or the hard drive, or the hard drive would crash, or the backup. I just know me. I forget stuff long term. Yeah.
1: But, oh know, no, that that's... would never happen. No one would ever <laughs> lose their their hard drive with Bitcoin on it, would they?
0: Except this gentleman in the UK. Uh-oh. Um, 35 years old. He mistakenly put a hard drive with 7500 Bitcoins in the trash while clearing out his home in 2013.
1: Yeah, that's a problem.
0: At today's prices, it would be worth more than 280 million. Now, he needs permission from his local council to search a garbage dump that he believes contains his lost hard drive in 2013. I mean, that's a long time. Um, But definitely for that kind of money, it'd be worth renting a giant magnet or something and going through everything to try and figure it out. Because the deal is, he claims he had two identical laptop hard drives. Right. And he mistakenly put the one containing the cryptographic private key needed to access and spend his bitcoins in the trash.
1: Whoops. Um, I mean, I've never been. I was going to say, I've never actually been to a landfill. I've seen them on TV. But can you imagine trying, you know, hard drives, while they're not tiny, they're not that big. Can you imagine trying to sift through a landfill to find a hard drive?
0: I don't know, for $280 million. Well, I would do it be, too. Yeah,
1: I mean, I'm not saying you yeah, shouldn't do it, but... Might yeah, be could worth you hiring imagine?
0: a couple of people. But, yeah, but the if, only thing is, this is a tip. Hey, I've been in technology forever. I mean, you know, Fred Flintstone and I discussed the... Uh, <laughs> you know, discussed the uh, chisel and hammer. You know, it's just... Yeah, right. I've been here forever. And let me give you a little piece of advice. When you get rid of a device... It's fun. Open it up. Take out the hard drive. I have hard drive cases, and it's surprising that, you know, when I do get rid of a computer, that perhaps there is a piece of data, a user file or something, I, or maybe I haven't cu- sent all of it to the cloud or whatever. You know, there's all kinds of things you might need, and besides, isn't that hard drive safer with you than out in the world? Although I have to you admit, using a drill to drill through it is a lot of fun.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. But no, no that's uh, that's hard to buy. And apparently the Newport City Council has rejected his request to look through the landfill, citing environmental and funding concerns. He has offered to give 25 percent of it, which would in today's dollars be 70 million dollars to a COVID relief fund. But they're still saying that, nah, we're not going to let you do that. I'm not really sure why that why they wouldn't let one guy – how disruptive could it be to one guy walking his way through a landfill?
0: Yeah, I don't it seems silly to me. But, hey, just shows to go, you folks. You better yep. keep you your Bitcoin, crypto key in it. a safe place. <laughs> yeah, Copy
1: exactly.
0: and paste it and print it out and stick it behind your keyboard like all the safety yeah, rules say, right?
1: You know, and I can see that. I mean, I don't know what Bitcoin was worth back in 2013. I have to go back and look and see what the value of it at that point
0: was. Yeah, that was the point where we should have bought it. It was right,
1: exactly. So I have to look and see what it was actually worth. But even if it were a dollar in those days, it would be $7,500. So that's not something you just want to throw in the trash. You know, the guy obviously clearly made a dumb mistake and uh, $280 million later, oh well. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. By the way,
0: Bitcoin was worth in 2013 around one thousand one hundred and oh, twenty-four dollars, and that's why go. that's why I didn't buy Bitcoin because I really didn't care that much, and I had better things to spend a thousand dollars.
1: Yeah. So now you're talking about seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars, give or take. Right. That was right. a lot of money to displace yeah. your um, your yep. hard drive.
0: Oh well. Yep. Yep. Okay. So just keep uh, your Google, hard drive,
1: folks. Yeah. So Google Photos was going, storage limits and all that stuff. What about Amazon Photos?
0: Yeah, to tell you the truth, I use, I pay for Google um, Cloud, just like Apple people pay for their cloud. It's cheap enough, for God's sakes, what the heck. Mm -hmm. But they say that Amazon Photos is a really good deal. Um, If you have uh, Amazon prime. Like we do, you get a few gigabytes for free. And let me see. You can immediately back up your stuff. Just like any of the other cloud storage. You can use it immediately. It's not a bad deal. You can edit photos in it beautifully. They have a very, very good photo editor and it crops and the whole thing. Um, it's an excellent service. You can get the prints, you can get the books. Same thing as as you can with Google and Apple. They have image recognition assisted ser- search. I don't know if it's as good as Google's cuz Google's is spot on. I mean, it's it's crazy good. But So the question share. is,
1: do you well, do you want to share all of your photos with Jeff Bezos?
0: Exactly. And I think Jeff Bezos has enough fingers in my house. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Google has enough fingers in my house, too. Yeah, no no question. So, you know, I'm not increasing it. Um, I've been using Google Photos. I'm going to stick with it. But if you're one of those people who have not made the decision yet, seriously consider um, Amazon Photos because I've been looking at it. It looks really good. It looks like a great option. Uh, And with Costco closing down, in case you didn't know, they closed down their photo processing. So you can't bring in the flash drives to have the pictures done. You can have these done from, you know, Google or Amazon or I assume Apple as well. So you can get your prints done. So, hey, it's an option. Looks like a very good option. I can't recommend it highly because I haven't tested it and I never do that. But it looks good. I think it's not a bad idea.
1: Yeah, I think that's great. Um, okay, so we, we heard about Starlink, which was uh, that was Elon Musk. Is that mm-hmm. did I do that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Elon Musk's satellite internet service, which was really intended to um, help people in rural areas that couldn't get any other form of satellite and internet connection, rather. So according to the America says, fifty one percent of Americans say they plan to sign up for Starlink satellite internet once the beta program becomes available. Uh, of that, only 5% of Americans currently use a satellite internet connection. And why? Because it sucks. It sucks, right. It totally terrible. sucks. <laughs> uh, but 64% of them said they'd consider switching with the rollout of Starlink. Uh, 55% of users say they'd switch to Starlink at a higher cost if it meant faster internet service, which is pretty much what I ended up doing with my microwave dish, which is fantastic. Well,
0: because you had zero.
1: <laughs> I had zero five speed. megabytes. Yeah. Yeah, so, now I have 150.
0: You know, I'm going to pitch into this after you're done talking about it because yeah, I have okay. a little bit to say. Well,
1: I, yeah. So basically, I mean, that's kind of it. So uh, you know, the the deal is that, and this is this is hard to believe because this is really expensive. You have to sign up for it's 99 bucks a month. That's not the ultra expensive part, but it is 500 dollars for the initial sign up, and that's a lot of money to most people. So um, it'll be interesting to see whether or not, I mean, people are saying they're going to do it and they're going to spend the 500 a month, and uh, it's coming out, I mean, it's already in test phase right now at currently about 104 megabits per second on downloads. Um, so wh- what do you think about this?
0: I think the truth is, I don't care where they got their numbers, but I believe there are 51% of Americans who are just about ready to go bankrupt. And I don't know who they think plans to sign up for Starlink at these prices. I pay $70 a month for Spectrum. And I get 430 megabits per second. I friggin' don't yeah, that's, need any faster. No, 430, I, you know, I would say so. And I don't pay $100 a month. And I don't... It's it's like ridiculous. And Now, the I FCC, will ask you a question. Yeah. Go ahead.
1: I'm sorry. Finish up. But then the, I want to ask The you some FCC
0: regulation says they can't charge you if you own, you know, for a modem if you own your own. So, you know, I got you can get them on Woot. You can get all kinds of great mod- modems anywhere. Just be sure that they're compatible with the service you're using.
1: All right. So I got a question for you about Spectrum. I have a friend who uses Spectrum. And in Los Angeles, in Southern California, for those of you who are unfortunate enough to have Southern California Edison as your um, electrical provider, they have been shutting down the power grid nonstop the last couple of months when, you know, oh, it looks like it's going to blow more than three miles an hour. We're going to shut everybody's power down so it can't start a fire. And in theory, that's a good thing. We don't want fires starting. But they also start them, you know, they also use it in areas that have underground, because you're part of this grid. So my friend is in an area uh, that constantly keeps getting shut down. He went out and bought himself a small generator, Costco generator. And it turns out that yesterday or the day before, I think it was yesterday, the, internet, uh, the uh, power got shut down. Well, so did his Spectrum internet. So he called Spectrum and said, what's the deal? Don't you people have a backup when the power goes out? No, sorry, the power's out, no backup. So, Which is uh, you're interesting. Not an inter-
0: yeah, I'm not with that power company.
1: Right. No, you're not. You don't get shut down.
0: Oh, I'm with DWP. Now we did have like a four minute shutdown, but the internet came right back up, and I am with Spectrum. So you know, I have a feeling that the people at customer service at these places don't know what the hell they're talking about. And well, but you <laughs> we your, know your internet that, was gone.
1: But did your uh, during that four minutes you lost your internet?
0: Well, because the power went out, duh.
1: Right, that's what I'm saying, right. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 that's, that, that's, hello, that's the whole point of this conversation.
0: Right, because but what I'm saying is back. the minute we got the power back, the internet was on. There's no yeah, way great. you can get internet at home if your power is out.
1: Well, you have he, to have his, your modem
0: he, plugged in.
1: Right, no, and his point was that he has a generator, so his generator was powering his modem. Well, I had
0: Spectrum all the way through.
1: Yeah, well, because your power came back. Well, I mean, unfortunately, it
0: was only four minutes, so I don't think there was any major interruption.
1: No, with us, they they go down for the last time. Southern California Edison went down; they were down for twenty-four hours.
0: Yeah, I've never never once had that kind of interruption with Spectrum.
1: Yeah, and I'm not
0: in love with Spectrum. I think their advertising is BS. I mean, yeah, Yeah. only forty four dollars in a package, but they don't tell you how much each each TV costs you and how much everything costs. So, I mean, yeah, Um, no, I've never had that problem. I think it has to do with the area in which you live, which is why there's a website called DSL reports or broadband reports goes to the same thing. You can look up your zip code and you can read the experiences of people in your community who how they've done with Spectrum, how they've done with Starlink, how they've done with Frontier. And you can see who is the good one in your zip code. And I think that's very important. Too many people make the decision uh, for no real legitimate reason.
1: Yeah, it's really tough. Uh, Okay, we've got a couple of minutes. You got enough time to talk about the uh, fraud during the pandemic? Let me
0: just say one quick thing. Uh, one quick thing. Um, not looking at the fraud, but Wikipedia is 20 years oh, yeah. old, and yeah. people are saying it's crazy reliable. And I'm afraid, and I've talked to Jimmy Wales, the founder, about this. I call BS on this. Only 18% of the biographies in Wikipedia are women. And that is just plain crap.
1: Well, what's that going to do with being real, though? Because I mean, that's a bad the edits,
0: thing. the edits, I. The women's bios. Now, there's percentages on there. ProPublica has done this. I, I haven't gotten it looked up for you. But right. women's bios get edited far harder than men's. Take a look at the amount of footnotes that are on my bio. And right. it, it, compare it to Mark's, even. I mean, every time, every time a word is said in my bio, somebody has to back it up with a footnote.
1: Huh. Interesting.
0: And they don't do that to men. And this is a known thing and a known issue. Just Google woman, women in Wikipedia. So, so I love the Wikipedia. This,
1: yeah, me too. But the yeah, story not, question is, is it accurate? It's, is, what's easy, on there accurate?
0: it's too easy to make fraud on regular people. If it's a profile of a politician, if it's a profile of a movie star, something like that. Yeah, the editors will catch it right away when edits have been made. But when it's a regular person, they're really not looking. And I've known too many people whose bios have been wiped out, crushed or whatever for any number of reasons, which we won't get into now. But, no, it needs to be regulated and the field needs to be balanced. I mean, it's fine when a president does something and they edit the bio. Um, It's wrong when they can't find a reference to something that's in someone's bio and they delete it. Like, for example, the fact that we do this podcast for the past 11 years was deleted Mm -hmm. from my bio. Interesting. I mean, really? Do you know how I had to fight? How I had to let out the word until some Wikipedia editor put it back in there? That was BS.
1: That's interesting.
0: Yeah. Never took it out of yours.
1: No, that's interesting. Yeah.
0: Yes. So you have no idea. And that took me a year. That's how I ended up meeting Jimmy. Took you a
1: year to add it back?
0: Because I can't wow. do it, I can't. You can't edit your no, own. No, you can't
1: edit your own. Right? Exactly. Wow. All right, we'll be right back. Got lots more to come by the week coming up. Don't okay, worry.
0: we're going to be filling in with a lot of the things you see: delivery scams and our CES wrap up. This is Marsha Collier, Mark Cohen, Wade Taylor, and Kurt Boothman on WS Radio. We're the worldwide leader in internet talk. Come on back for segment two.
1: You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Does your business do a lot of shipping and wish you could get more for less? Stamps.com is the solution. It's the ideal way to automate and simplify your e-commerce shipping needs. Easily import all your venues like eBay, Amazon, and others. Trips to the post office will soon become a memory. Stamps.com gives you postage on demand. Just click print and mail at discounted shipping rates. See why so many e-commerce businesses have switched. Visit Stamps.com. I've heard this is like one of the best pizza spots in town. Yes, it is. I'll do a slice of pepperoni, slice of vegetarian. You got it. And I will pay for all of that in three days. In three days? Uh, 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 What's up, babe? Well, wait, you accept credit cards. That money's not going to hit your account for three days anyway. I need my money quicker. At Chase, we hear
0: you. With Express Funding, card payments are in your Chase account the next business day. Go to chase.com slash expressfunding. Chase for business, so you can.
1: Compensated participation, all businesses are subject to credit approval. Not all clients are eligible for next business day funding and additional terms, conditions, and restrictions apply.
0: Can you imagine a world without children? A world without their smiles or their laughter. A world where children don't play or sing or dream or imagine.
1: At St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, we can't imagine a world without children. That's why we're working every day to find cures for diseases that strike down children everywhere. Diseases like cancer, pediatric AIDS, and sickle cell. And we won't stop until every child is cured and every disease is defeated. Because we can't imagine a world without children. Can you?
0: Finding Cures, Saving Children. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital.
1: To learn how you can help, log on to our website, stjude.org.